Hey all, it's Kristen. Welcome to the You Are Luminous podcast. It has been a long while since I have recorded one of these and it's felt like beyond time to kind of talk about what's been going on energetically um, and kind of what we have as this quote-unquote new year is here. Um, So I want to kind of go over what 2022 is all about and kind of dive into 2023 and especially dive into the energetics of right now um, because I'm seeing this same theme show up in my life and all of my clients and mentorships and friends and people around me and those of you on social media resonating so much with what I'm sharing. So I kind of want to talk about what is up in the collective right now and what we'll kind of continue to see play out as um, 2023 uh, continues. So let's talk about 2022 for a sec. We had these triple threes, right? So, or triple two, sorry, the two, the frequency of the two was really, really amplified. Those two added together also equals a six. So we were in a six year, but we had this amplification of the frequency of the two. So what the two is all about is kind of like learning to get into balance, into harmony, and especially with polarity, right? So we are soul, but we are also human, right? So we oscillate back and forth between the spirit realm and the physical realm, between light, between density. And so um, also like the masculine and the feminine, the light and the dark, quote unquote, positive and negative, right? These are all ways in which humans have kind of labeled um, or judged or tried to like give meaning, right? To these different parts of creation. And so last year was really about being shown both of these things, both of these um, expressions, both of these massive parts of who we are, right? And kind of allowing us to experience more of the full spectrum of our beingness, right? So in order to do that, we have to be able to swing both ways. This is really what mastering ourselves and being a human and the spiritual path is all about. It's not about living in just one part of creation, not just the light and the peace and the love. It's not just about going out of our bodies, right? And trying to reach the heavens. It's about being able to hold space for everything to exist, right? So to come fully back in our body and for us to be able to do that, right? We have to be able to expand, to hold the wholeness of who we are, the fullness of who we are. Um, Creation is not just one part of existence. Creation is everything, right? We experience all that's on this entire spectrum. That is what I think the point of this all really is, is can I accept myself in my light and can I accept myself in my dark? Can I accept myself in my divinity, which is all that we are? So last year was a lot, a lot of practice and opportunities to meet ourselves in more of this full spectrum, right? So to get into more of our capacity. What that looked like was a lot of mirrors in the physical realm, right? So specifically in relationships and connection, that's a massive part of the two, right? Connection is two things. Um, 
are two forms of something, right? So us and another person, us and ourself, us in, you know, animals, us in a place, us in a job, like us in something, right? Or us coming back to us and relating to ourselves in a new way. Um, our, our forms of connection or how we relate to creation was all started within our nervous system when we are very early child. So what we're actually doing has been going backwards, right? We've been on that like bow and arrow and I've shared this analogy so much in previous podcasts, but we've been really in that like bow and arrow kind of trajectory where we have to go back to go forwards, right? That's like what this whole journey is about. For those who say constantly focus on what you want and going forward, you're denying so much of who you are because our nervous systems, this part of us that runs the show 90-95% of the time, especially when we're not in full states of consciousness, was created when we are in a mother's womb, even when we are in our grandmother, and then till we're seven years old. That's a dominant part of who we are, how we we relate to ourselves, how we relate to the world, how we connect with creation in um, as a whole. So, what we've been called to do this past year is um, our soul has brought forth mirrors to help us access ourself more deeply. And often what I've been seeing is that we've been called to access, I would say, more of the quote-unquote darker feminine. And what is the dark feminine, you may ask? <laughs> the dark feminine is our shadows. It's these, um, it's these like really magnificent parts of us that a lot of us have been taught not to face or have never been shown how to accept or love or nurture or offer compassion. So things like grief, things like pain, things like tears, things like um, sadness, mourning, loss, uh, anger, jealousy, rage, like all these types of frequencies, expressions, emotions that we were kind of taught were not enough, were not worthy, or were too much. Um, you know, often our parents couldn't see us in a lot of those because they were repressed in them, right? They were never taught the safety to to experience that expression in themselves. And so then as children, right, when we would mirror that or when we would start showing up in those ways, we were silenced, right? We were sent to our room. We were told to be quiet. We were grounded. You know, all those different ways our parents didn't know how to face themselves became a reflection of us not knowing how to face ourselves in those parts, right? So if we have this major part within all of us, right? So this becomes a collective shadow, um, a collective um, place for resolution and healing and to return to. Um, that's kind of what I saw a lot last year. And also the rise of the divine masculine. Because in order for this dark feminine to be here, the masculine has to protect her and allow her and accept her to be all that she is. So if you're a client, you I'm sure you've heard me say this. And maybe I've even said these in past podcasts. But right, the feminine is water. It's emotional. Emotion, it's expression, it's um, creation, right? And that could be this small wave or it could be a tsunami, right? A massive tidal wave. And the masculine, think of it as, or I should say the more um, mature masculine or divine masculine, think of it as the cliffside where the feminine, right? The water can show up as that gentle ripple and wave and like lightly wash up against that cliffside or it can be a tidal wave, right? That's crashing, but that that cliffside does doesn't move and it remains strong and steady and sturdy and grounded and almost protects the feminine, right? It, it holds space for all of the feminine, for the feminine to be all that it is. 
That is what I'm seeing happening right now. That within each one of us, we are being called to step into more of our ability to ground within our being and protect ourselves and accept ourselves and allow all that we are to exist. And a lot of what I'm seeing is this, this, um, I don't like the word dark, but this darker feminine. It's just a different expression of creation. And as we've been called to meet that one in all of us, man and woman, right? Um, it helps that it helps encourage, I should say, um, us to be able to accept and allow that part of us. And so this is a lot of the nervous system work that's been happening the last year is can we meet our grief with more love and acceptance? Can we meet our anger, our rage, our pain, right? With more um, sacredness and holiness, can we accept these parts more? Can we allow them in? Can we befriend them, embrace them? Can we find ways to sit with them, even if it's a second longer and, and let them know that they have a place in our being in the world. Um, so this is a lot of what I saw happening last year. I saw a lot of the inner teenager showing up. So you talk so much about the inner child, um, but the inner teenager is what I was really seeing come out um, because this is the point in time where we were really having um, the opportunity to go forward in the world in a way where we could start to claim some of our power, right? We, are, we had the ability at this point to make some conscious choices. And for some of us, those still were taken away from us or they weren't allowed or weren't accepted when we finally had this like influx right or this energy um to move us forward um to propel us into to new directions new choices that we got to start doing some of that for ourselves we got to pick out our own clothes you know we got to start wearing makeup we got to style our hair you know like we got to bring some of ourselves into the world and so when that became repressed right because it's the first real opportunity some of us really got to do this when that started to become repressed i see a lot of the the very sympathetic the mobilization nervous system energy which in turn turned out to be that uh, dark feminine, right? Quote unquote, that we call it. That's the anger. That's the rage. That's the frustration. That's like all of that big mobilization energy. That's exactly where it comes from is the sympathetic state of the nervous system. So we talk all about that in my mentorships too. If you guys ever want to take a deeper dive in this personally, um, and we kind of go into specifically what are your patterns? What are your self-protected parts? What's showing up for you? How do you move forward honoring um, where that state's at in your nervous system? How to regulate specifically for that state, for that inner child, for that inner teenager, for the trauma that still there. That's what we do in nervous systems together. Um, I also am ending my three-week program. So that's the most inexpensive way you can kind of show up in a container with me, specifically for the nervous system. So we do all nervous system work, inner child work, shadow work, all of that, because that's all where that's located. We do a lot of subconscious work rewiring your nervous system, creating new neural pathways. Um, it is 50% off right now. All my mentorships are until my birthday on January 22nd. So if you guys want to work in a container together, you not only receive your 60-minute sessions with me weekly, but you also receive over 300 pages of all kinds of nervous system content and worksheets and journal prompts, self-discovery questions, regulating tools, practices, all kinds of stuff I've put together for you guys based off of neuroscience, um, very grounded, practical, you know, in your body, embodied um, truth and also um 
all of the things that I have learned doing this work, um, all the things my soul has given me even deeper awareness of that I don't hear as many people talking about. So a lot of the emotional body and more of what's present in the inner child and how to really navigate and regulate in ways I don't really hear a lot of people talking about. Um, so that's all included in those. So I wanted to just throw that in there in case any of you guys are seeking deeper support. Um, those sales are happening right now. There's payment plans always available um, until January 22nd, my birthday. And then I also will be no longer offering the three re- three three week program um because i want to take you guys deeper um that's just what i feel like i'm here to hold space for and in three weeks it's really hard to accomplish as much even if you're nervous system aware um there's so many things that have come up and that we piece together and new ways of relating to yourself and in order to really start locking that in and showing your nervous system this new way that it can be shown up for we just need more time so um, that will be the most inexpensive capacity. You can kind of stand in a mentorship container with me and you also have support outside of those three weeks. So I just want to share that with you guys. Um, but yeah, so back on what we've been navigating, like I said, this darker feminine really showing up and the masculine also showing up in new ways in more mature ways, um, to support us. And I see the nervous system as actually the masculine, the masculine, or I should say the healthy masculine, the mature masculine is this protector. And that's exactly what our nervous system is always doing. It's literally protecting us. We've just not been taught how to understand it. We've not been taught that these ways in which it shows up are actually very safe. Um, it, but when we can understand it right, it can feel big and scary and and harmful sometimes. And our body is never trying to hurt us or harm us. So a lot of what the mentorship is too is about getting a new relationship with your body and helping you come back into harmony with it. So that's embodiment, right? That's, that's how we um, can continue to cultivate more and more and more safety is being able to stay with ourselves, And we can only do that once these parts start to feel safe. Um, so that's majorly what we work on together. So last year was all about continuing to go into these polarities. And we saw that so much through relationships and these mirrors in the physical realm. So now we're going into 2023. So we still have those twos present, but we also have a three present. And three is where we're called into our power. Oh, I want to add something else about 2022 and the frequency of the two. The two resonates with our sacral chakra. Our sacral chakra is our holy womb. Men and women both have them. Men's exists etherically, um, but we both have this womb. And the sacral is where all of our inner child stuff is held. Um, so this is where our lineage patterns, our karmic patterns, whatever you'd like to look at it as, our traumas, our unresolved parts, um, our, yeah, everything kind of that we picked up in our nervous system is held in this area. So that's massively what we were called to step into last year. And that's exactly right. Like I said, what the, um, the more um, dark feminine was and also what the divine masculine is, right? They both kind of are coming from this place, but we have to see the parts that are still repressed, that are still buried down deep in order to be able, right, to evolve them. So that's a lot of what that too was about too, which I said just in a different way before. So we still have that happening in this up and coming year, um, but we're 
we're also moving into some of the three energy, which means we are stepping into even more power. So we still have the two, right? We're still focusing on balance. We're still focusing on merging the, the spirit, the soul, the heart, the conscious mind with the, um, the physicality, the density, the nervous system, the protector parts of us. We're, we're still learning how to merge these. So learning how to see all of them, bring all of them together, right? So that's really oneness. That's wholeness. Can I be with all parts of my multidimensionality? Can I be with all parts of the self, all expressions, um, all parts of creation? Can I honor it? Can I be with it? But that three takes it even higher. It takes it even to a greater level of evolution because that three then moves up into our solar plexus chakra, which is where we hold our self-mastery, self-confidence, self-esteem, all the things that like very much center around the self. We're continuing to master that this next year. Those two or the twos and the threes also add up to a seven. And so this is the beauty of what's really coming this year. Um, the seven is our crown chakra. So seven is, or the crown chakra in and of itself is really this higher self. It's our, um, which to me is the inner child. If you're a client of mine, I talk about this quite a bit. The inner child is the higher self. There is no differential between the two. Um, one we can say is maybe like more mature, but it's really not because the most divine aspect of who we are, right, is the most free. And think about children before fear comes in, before, right, like all this programming and do this and do that. And this is who you have to be, right? What comes, like, who are we before that, right? We're free. We create, we imagine, we dream, you know, we run around, we play, we're open, we're expressive, right? That's the higher self. It's the safety to be who we are. So that is what we're going to be stepping into even more to bridge down into our physicality, right? Remember, that's the two. It ends up becoming the one. As we have both the the light and dark, the masculine and the feminine, giving and receiving, um, you know, the soul self and the human self. As we honor both of those, right, that becomes our wholeness. It becomes our oneness. But we have to honor the two first, that there are these two very opposite polar parts of us, right? These different extremes, this duality. But when we learn how to be one with them, right, we come back into essentially the seven energy, which is the higher self, which is oneness, that there really is no separation. There there really is no division that every single thing we see here in the physical plane is divinity um it just looks different right or feels different but it's still part of the one it's still part of our wholeness um and our heart and beautiful things like that so that's what we're going to be stepping into more this year is almost having to face more of the inner child um more of these deeper parts of ourself in order to allow the higher self to come in. Because until we bring resolve, right? Until we see the parts of us that are still petrified and terrified and shutting down and, you know, um, coping in all these different ways and showing up in all these different self-protective parts, right? We can't fully let that higher self come back in because that inner child is not healed. And then we're still holding on to all this fear and density. So it's like, how could we open up to receiving? How could we open up to even receiving ourselves if we are protecting protecting ourself from ourself, right? We, we, we can't do it. So that's what this year is going to be about, claiming more of our power, continuing to resolve more of these wounds 
or unresolved um, energies we have around our polarity, around our duality, around our wholeness, around our oneness, right? Because that's really what the crown chakra holds space for is oneness, is the higher self, is that I am presence, right? Like I am all, I am all things. There's no separation. There is no division. Um, I am allowed to be all of these beautiful expressions of my humanness, of my soul, of my multidimensionality. So what I've been seeing is the analogy of, um, and I've shared this one a while, my soul shared this with me quite a few years ago, but is that cup full of water, right? So we have a cup of water and this represents our body and the water represents, right? All of our cells, our memories, our energy, everything that's inside of us, right? Our patterns, all the things. And let's say we want to put ice in that glass of water, right? Ice is our higher self, okay? It's our inner child. This is the part that's trying to anchor in and drop in in this massive magnitude this year, right? So that ice comes into the glass and what happens? Everything that's not that form, right, has to come up and out. And so this water, right, all the things that we have been, are up and out, right? So that means we have to face them. That means we have to bring them to the surface in order to let them go, right? Let them spill over for the new to have space to occupy and integrate and embody. So that is going to be this year. I see us facing even more parts of ourselves, going even deeper into the body, which is the nervous system, in order to allow the soul to come into the human form in an even greater capacity. So this year is still going to be filled with a lot of big change and triggers and um, new awareness and clarity and the veils being lifted even in a greater way. Um, and in times, right, that can be shocking and it can feel like whip flash and fear and we can be paralyzed because we're we're getting um we're able to see with new eyes. I saw this coming up a lot with clients in the last couple months of like the veils really lifting and them thinking that something's wrong. And so this is something I really want to point out to you because I just talked to a client about this the other day, um, several of you, but that these moments, right, where we feel the most anxiety, all of a sudden the most panic is coming in or we're the most shut down. To me, I see on a very spiritual and energetic level of the moments that we are really getting called to come back into even greater wholeness and where more of our higher self is anchoring into our body, right? Because, sorry, some energy clearing, in order for, and the throat is the higher self, um, in order for, right, the higher self to come in, like I said, we have to resolve all, all of those parts of us that are so afraid from letting more of our authenticity come through, right? So that's exactly what this year is going to be. We're going to have to continue to face all these parts that don't feel as beautiful, don't feel as good to learn how to accept them, right? Because again, that's what creates wholeness, accepting more of who we are. Um, and then that returns us, right, to essentially our heart, right? That's all that is. We can sit with all that is. So this year I continue to see being full of a lot of change and us having to go deeper into our bodies. But, um, that to me is always like the most beautiful sign. It's that just on this planet and and as a whole, especially in the spiritual community, I just see that there is so much lack of support for the darker feminine, for the shadow, um, for really getting into the body, for like the nervous system. It's it's you're not peaceful, right? You're not spiritual. If you're not love and light, right? You're not this or that. But that's not what we came here to be. Otherwise, this whole planet, right, would just be love. That's that's not why we chose to come here, and that's not what this 
this planet is supposed to be, I don't think. I think the beauty, right, is that there is this full spectrum of creation that we get to participate in and that we get choice and all of that. And to me, the greatest choice we can make is how do I become one with everything that's a part of me and that's a part of the world outside of me? How do I come into peace with all that is? So I just want to talk about one last thing and that's what I feel in the energetics right now. And again, this is coming up in all of my clients in my own life. And this is the first year that, and I've known this and I felt this, but for some reason it has shown up in a different magnitude this year that the New Year's does not happen on January 1st. Um, we can say that, right? And I think in a lot of ways that was created to throw us off our own cycles and to disrupt nature um, in a lot of ways because winter is a time where we are meant to be inwards, when we are honoring, nurturing, and compassion, and and gentleness towards the self, and warmth, and tenderness, and self-care, not where we're going outward, and expressing, and doing new things, and creating. That's not at all what this time in our cycles is meant to be about. This time in nature is meant to be about. We are meant to be inward and we are meant to be conserving energy. Not like, hey, let's go start a workout plan and hey, let's go do this and that. And oh my God, let's create. And what are my new goals? And let's start this new project. That happens in spring. That is not a winter, <laughs> winter um, that doesn't make sense, right? It just doesn't make sense. And this year that came through so strong. That's why this podcast is coming to you days later. I didn't have the energy. I didn't have the capacity to share this. It didn't feel right that like I needed to force myself to feel what we are supposed to feel, right? And that's part of the nervous system journey. That's part of the authenticity journey. That's part of the journey of the seven, it's a big creational energy, but in creation with this very high aspect of like, what is my truth? And am I going to honor my truth no matter what's happening outside of me? Because I can resource and I can be the one that determines my level of safety, not finding my identity from the world outside of me or my safety from the world outside of me. That's what this whole time continues to be about is that our truth comes before what's happening outside. It happens before anybody else, a partner, a friend, the collective, no matter what it is, what feels right and true to me and letting that shine louder than what's outside. Because like I said, our nervous system is relational. So what we're taught, if we weren't taught inner safety as children, which I'd say 99% of us weren't in some capacity, Capacity. Just because as children, we don't know how to stand up for ourselves or speak ourselves. We don't have a conscious mind yet. We're, we're not developed yet. We can't express those things. We can't understand what's happening, right? So what happens is that when we're not taught that true inner safety and attunement, we end up going to the outside world to try and find it, right? And that's what people pleasing is. And that's what being a chameleon is and putting a mask on, right? It's nothing more than trying to find safety and a way to regulate and a way to feel seen because that's what helps our nervous system find safety is to feel seen and supported. There is safety in numbers, right? So we try to be like the people around us instead of the self. So that's specifically what we are returning back to this year. And with that being said, I am seeing, number one, like I said, this not being a time of outward movement and like beauty and creation, but of inwardness. And I have been feeling within myself and so many people I've talked to and so many clients, this energy of death. And I see it in my mind's eye. I keep hearing the word death so strong. I see the letters. It's it's so strong right now. And this energy of grief. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't necessarily mean physical death. 
but there is a lot that is in the process of dying right now and releasing and purging and it's new paradigms, right? It's old systems, or sorry, it's old paradigms, old systems, old ways of being, old truths, old coping mechanisms, old belief systems, you know, like all of these old ways of connecting, these old ways of understanding what creation is. It can be physically too, right? Like physical parts of us dying off, cellular purging, quote unquote, being sick, right? That's what being sick really is. Parts of us are purging and and literally being shed um, on a cellular level, but I'm just seeing this in such a big magnitude and grief showing up in ways I've never seen before and so many of us being called to access the inner child at these points where fear set in the most right and so there's almost like a a, a death like um, a mourning a grief to re-meet these parts right and then come back into the present moment and be like oh my gosh that part of me has been lost for so long or I have to let this part go now to be able to step into something else and this is when our nervous system kicks on in the highest magnitude and where we get stuck and often re-traumatized if we don't have the proper support and co-regulation and tools to self-regulate or true understanding of what regulation means based off the states of our nervous system and what our parts, what states our parts are moving into. And we talk all about this in my mentorship because this is the most important thing and why I find so many people still dysregulated after trying all these regulating practices is because you are not regulating based off of your parts and what they're experiencing and there's not emotional attunement and physical attunement because you need both so we dive into all this stuff together and how specifically to see that part that's there and what state it's in within the nervous system um but that that's what i'm seeing is that like this year we are going back to those really really deep places and being called to bring them back home you know going backwards and picking up that little girl that little boy and walking them and carrying them back home in the moments where they were most scared and that in and of itself is scary because that part of us has been holding on to that old way of being for so long those old coping mechanisms self-protected parts they've become so familiar and so a part of who we are sort of let go of them it is a death it is a death to say i cannot be this anymore it's hurting me it's painful it's not getting me where i want to be and there is a death of that happening i feel it so viscerally like the so the lungs and the heart i just had um chest stuff going on for the past literally month like there is just so much grief moving through and grief moves through the chest and the heart and the lungs so if you guys are experiencing that i know this is happening collectively right now but there's something bigger on an emotional level that's clearing out um and what i really feel a lot of people are experiencing is there is a part of us that is dying off right now because in order to have new life and rebirth in order to have something new something else has to go something else has to be released so i'm feeling this on a very emotional inner child like just a really deep level that we are facing these very very old parts of us they they feel heavy they feel intense they feel like a rock like they're they're very dense they feel like tall I see them coming up and out of clients and in myself, this very big heaviness. I can even feel it as I'm talking about it. This big heaviness, um, 
that we have to drop, that we have to let go. But it's like when you've been carrying that weight for so long, that weight becomes a part of you. And to put it down, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so light. Like, I don't, how do I stay grounded? Like, what is this new way of being, right? Like, how do I exist in this way? So that's what we're really being called to lean into and to learn right now. Um, Mercury retrograde was just coming into my head. So I wanted to touch on that because it's felt like this is very supportive of this point in time, these retrogrades, everything that's kind of happening on a more planetary celestial level, the solar flares, everything very, very, very supportive of what's happening. Um, I kid you not guys, this has been probably the wildest Mercury retrograde I've ever experienced. My life has taken on a complete, almost identical parallel to what it did last year for the past like five weeks. And it's almost been like (laughs) wild because I'm like, wait, which timeline am I on? Um, I've never in my life had a period of time show up literally the same exact time period and pretty much the same exact way. It It's unbelievable what I'm hearing in clients too, how much the past is really coming back um, to support this new energy, but to really like kind of like help that grief come up, right? Because again, grief is part of that darker feminine. We've got to get more familiar with our grief, more comfortable with these parts of us that we are not taught how to face and accept here Um, in order, again, like I said, to meet ourselves in, in more wholeness. So it's big, guys. These times are going to continue to be big. Um, the nervous system is the best way I can support you all. Um, so if you need more help, there's one-on-one sessions. There is... Um, mentorships of course will be coming some point soon um but the mentorships right now are the deepest ways that i can see you and your parts and help bring them safety and greater understanding and nurturance and support and clarity and like really get down to what's there subconsciously what is that main core fear and then how do we help see that part and bring it true safety based off the state and emotions that it's moving into based off the energy present how can we attune to all of those parts part so that that part can truly find um, safety and wholeness and and truly come back home because that is what wholeness is we've got to be able to be with all of ourselves we've got to be able to accept all of ourselves so that's what we're being called to do that's the seven the seven is that beauty of of getting to become more of who we are in 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 the most authentic um, in divine ways, but right. That doesn't always feel good. And often in the not feeling good, right. And all this stuff coming up and out in the grief, we forget, oh, that's really happening in that place and why that's here, right? Because we get stuck in the emotion of it. So that's what I help you guys see too, is from that higher perspective, what's really happening and the beauty of what's really happening while still honoring the yuck and the fear and, you know, the uncomfortability of it all, because we have both. And that's what honest is. We learn how to master both, be with both, feel both, experience both, sit with both, face both, right? Um, we don't just exist in black and white. We exist in a rainbow and we exist in the gray. And that's like the majority of who we are. Black and white is a a safety mechanism. It's a way that like we're trying to find understanding and clarity and kind of make it more linear. But this is all so nonlinear. So, so, so nonlinear. So I'm here for you guys. This is like nervous system work is my greatest joy. And I'm so honored for all of the mentorships that I've had this past year since I started it. It's been incredible. Um, 
to just even learn so much more. I think I've created like over 150 new slides from when it started, maybe almost 200, just to continue to add on and support you guys even more fully. Um, So I really love this work and I'm so honored to hold this space. I think it is the key to all well-being. Um, But I think inner child work, like it's not going to stop, you know, nervous system stuff is not going to stop coming up. So it's, you know, it's this vast majority of who we are. It's running the show most of the time. So when we learn how to understand it and be one with it, it makes being with ourselves so much more easy, so much more comfortable, so much more enjoyable. So even when we're in our feelings, right? Like I know all this stuff, I still experience, you know, excruciating pain, but I don't run from it anymore. I can sit with it. It doesn't feel as big as it used to or as scary. It doesn't last as long. Um, I'm able to really uh, hold the space for it in ways I never thought I was going to be able to. And I don't fear it. So what I see in clients too is like we have a fear of fear. We have a fear of grief. We have a fear. So we have multi-layers of what's happening. Um, And so we help you kind of come back in to be able to actually have the experience because so much of the pain I see you all feeling and I felt for so long was really the pain of disconnection, the pain of disassociation, the pain of like knowing there's fear there, but not even being able to feel the fear because we are so out of our body is just from trauma, you know, from how we were taught to protect ourselves. So coming back into the body will continue to be what's happening on the planet because this is how the higher self comes in and this is how we change the world. This is how we shift these paradigms. The soul has to live here. The goal is not to get out of the body, right? And go up to the heavens. It's to merge the heavens down on earth. That's the whole goal of this all. We're actually trying to descend, not ascend. And by descending, we are ascending. That's the gift of it all. But we've been taught it backwards because keeping us out of our bodies, right? We're more easily controlled and programmable. So this is when we really come back to what is that real power and it's letting the soul back into the body. We have to do that through the nervous system, through safety, through resolution of these old parts, through letting them die off and knowing that this is safe and normal. This is nature. Um, We are meant to have these cycles of death and rebirth. We are nature, right? Look at the food you eat. Look at what's all around us. There's no way that this is not a part of us and nature dies. Um, That brings new life. And so this is supposed to go through us. We are supposed to move through these cycles, but our nervous system can make that tricky and hard and so much scarier than it has to be. So again, nervous system work is where we support all of that. I love you all. I am wishing you such a transformational 2023. There will be so much beauty. <clears throat> we will have more opportunities to reach for that light and experience that light um, on the planet within ourselves more than ever before. But like I said, often to really get there, to see that, to hold those magnitudes, right? We've got to go down to the opposite end to be able to hold that heightened experience, right? Um, to be able to be with it all. So like I said, I'm here for that. I love you all. I'm so grateful for you being here. Um, yeah, take care.